Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right. Now enjoy the show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Travis Clark inviting you over to my podcast. It is entitled 10 Fathoms Deep. And we'll be discussing just about anything and everything that goes on in life. Everything from comic books and the state of the world to martial arts and love. But we will also uh, regularly have guests on, including the lovely Mike McCowan. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to you listening to me. And I will talk to you soon. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us you know, escape from
from all the awfulness in the world? Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, Two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why have advertisers oh this is for hymns if you're uh losing your hair and your dick doesn't work come here and use my code word they're not going to match you up with randos like that okay they know your podcast advertisers 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 know your demographic all right they know the message you're trying to get out and they will match sponsors to you to the content that you offer That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C h-o-r dot f-m slash start and uh you'll get started you'll make your podcast you'll make money maybe you might even become rogan legendary the joe rogan experience might even fail to comparison have how massive your show is mans dudes whoa mans join the revolution of podcasting now, back to the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Happy New Year! And happy birthday, as Frosty the Snowman would say. Thank goodness... We're done with uh, the garbage fire of 2020. You know, people think this year is going to be better. I don't think so. We have to deal with the residuals of 2020. Now, will it be the roaring 20s still? Sure, but that's, uh, that's 2022, you know. Maybe the end of 2021, you know, this time next year, but no. Not the start. It's going to be just as shitty. Anyway, pretty sure I have corona. Can't smell, and I can't taste things. My uh, my voice is gurgly murgly, and uh, having some breathing issues, you know. But my friends, who I spend 95% of my time with, and they're married, both tested negative. So should I go and get tested? Well, my hand's being forced. 
So going to later tonight. So later tonight I'll know. But anyway, <clears throat> welcome to the very first episode of the new year of Easily Irritated. I've made some New Year's resolutions for myself. You know, I don't usually do those because I'm lazy. But uh, this year, I've had a lot of problems, you know. You know, financially, being homeless, all those stuff, sure. But personal relationships is where it bothers me, you know. Financial hardships, that, that's just the, the game, you know. You try to be a comedian or a musician, let alone anything that's out of the norm, you're in for a hard road. There's such a thing as the starving artist. That doesn't just come out of nowhere, you know? That little turn of phrase. Anyways, I've had a lot of social problems, you know, interacting with people. I'm not great with texting back, you know? I'm more of a phone call person. You know, talking is one of my skills. Why wouldn't I want to flex it? I met a nice girl from Jackson Hole. Uh... Pretty sure she ghosted me in the new year. But you know what? Doesn't bother me. I don't like the term ghosted. Sometimes you just lose interest and you just stop talking to somebody. I don't like the term ghosted because it, it insinuates that there's a villain in the scenario, you know? If you're texting especially and you haven't met in person, you've just talked on the phone, I feel like... It's acceptable to just, like, I don't know, not, like, you don't have to say, hey, I'm not going to text you anymore, because now you're closing a door, man. You don't want to close a door? You know? What if I'm in Jackson Hole again? I don't know. I could fly her out. You know? Pick up conversation another time. You don't always have to text back and forth every day. It's fucking weird. People live their lives, man. Don't you want things to talk about? Why do you need a play-by-play -play of my life? I dated this girl earlier this year. And she got offended because I didn't text her every day. Throughout the day. Like a play-by-play -play of my life. Why do you need to know everything that I'm doing as I'm doing it? It's creepy and weird, man. But... It says something about me if the people I'm attracting are weird, you know? I'm giving off a signal, and uh, my friend Austin says it's because I let other people le lead my life. They, I let them decide how I lead my life because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I end up being a dick in the process. It's because I don't let people... It's because I don't communicate my feelings with people in the past. You know, starting obviously in the new year, I've tried to correct it mostly. There's certain, th there's certain situations where it's just not needed, you know? You don't need to be assertive all the time. Just where it affects you directly. That's how I feel anyway. But because... In the past, I don't uh, communicate my needs to people. I come off being a dick. And it's because I don't communicate that I end up being an asshole. Most people are, most people who are assholes are assertive, you know? I'm the opposite. Because I'm not assertive, I'm an asshole now. But if I was more, you know, assertive, I'd have a lot more uh, probably positive interactions with people, especially dating. Because I hung out with this girl. And you know what? This podcast is about honesty. So her name's Trisha Sternopoulos. And Trisha, well... That was my bad. You know, I was a bad, I ended up being the bad guy. 
because I didn't communicate that I wasn't interested in the first place. But I don't want to hurt her feelings. And when a girl kisses you, you should just, you know, I, girls probably understand this, but like, I don't want to be the bad guy. But because I, uh, I slept with her and uh, didn't actually want to date her, she had a different idea in her head. And so she started posting on Facebook that she's dating me after four dates. And one of those dates, she showered at my house. But it wasn't a sexy shower, really. It was like her house is uh, like 12 by 12 feet. Not square feet, 12 by 12 feet. I don't know what the difference is between square feet and regular feet. But she lived in a box on her mom's property because her mom was stealing her disability because uh, Trisha Sternopoulos what a strong name she has 21 chromosomes should you judge me audience yes you should absolutely you know my friends call me a goblin maybe I'm the goblin king I prefer the Duke, you know, the Goblin Duke. It's more of a country twang to it. And I like to stay within my roots, you know, my roots of fake cowboy. You know, my dad might have been, no, my dad was a Coca-Cola cowboy too. It's just like my life, it's a house of cards. It's all an illusion. It's the McCowan way. The McCowan way. You seem successful, don't you? That's the McCowan way. Anyway, back to Trisha Sternopoulos. So, Miss Sternopoulos. On disability, 21 chromosomes. She's got a papa slash grandpapa. You can put the pieces together in your all heads, all right? God, I don't like y'alls. In y'alls heads. In your heads. It's not even the correct way to say that. I don't even know if people do talk like that. Maybe I'm just being prejudiced. Who knows? Back to Trisha. So Trisha... Parents stealing disability from her. Mama and her brother, uncle. She's living on their land. <clears throat> I knew her in a former life. She was uh, friends with... Uh, friends with benefits with my... Uh, one of my best friends at the time. Ricardo. And... Uh, Ricardo, I, I want to say Ramirez, but I know that's not right. Anyway, <clears throat> Ricardo, he was a cool guy, you know, until he tried to fuck my girlfriend. And that's where I draw the line for friendship, you know. You know, you could uh, you can do a lot of things, but don't steal from me, don't lie to me, and don't try to fuck my girlfriend. And definitely... Don't side with my girlfriend and her man mistress. You know, the other man. She's happily married now. And, uh, yeah. Tops, tops to you, Tori Goldstein. Or, you know, Smith, which is your new, new name. Which is just generic as fuck. It's just sad. Anyway. They live in Tennessee or somewhere I don't care about. The only place in Tennessee I care about is Nashville. I feel like there'd be a lot of people my own age. It's a bad thing about Phoenix. Everybody's close to dead. Or they're like families, you know? With kids. I prefer friends without kids, you know? Do I like kids? Sure. 
but they gum up the works, you know? I want to hang out with adults. I don't want to babysit your kids. You have to get a babysitter to hang out with me. It just it complicates things. I'm a free spirit, okay? I need to let my, my wings fly. They need to flap in the wind, okay? Along with my ears because they're rather large. It's a thing with the long hair. It covers up the, the, covers up the Dumbo ears. <sighs> I think about sometimes if I was a trans woman, how ugly I would be. What a jawline I would have. And a nose. That's the thing with McCallans, you know? They make great guys. But the girls... They've got strong noses, you know. Not to say anything about my beautiful cousins. They're all wonderful and beautiful and married and such. And good for them. With that nose, you know. Anyway, back to Trisha. I have a scatterbrained way of thinking. I apologize. If you can jump along with me, I promise to cover all the holes I leave behind. But because when Trisha and my um, friend Ricardo and I knew all them, I was very mean outwardly, you know? I didn't know how to silence my inside thoughts. I still struggle with it, in fact. I'm still accused of being incredibly mean when poked. But the thing with me is I'm only mad for about three to five minutes. Maybe ten. But if you shut me down three to five minutes, okay? I might say some crazy, ridiculous things, but I've completely moved on in about three to five minutes. You could punch me in the face and I'll extend that three to five minutes to ten minutes. To possibly 15. But I, I purge fast and loose, hard, but really quickly, okay? You know? Do I dwell on things? Sure. But I don't stay, I don't harbor feelings. Unless... I'm denied that three to five minutes. If I'm denied the three to five minutes, then you are on my list. Unless I forget about it or lose that piece of paper or accidentally throw it away or forget to write it down. Or, um, but if I happen to see you and, um, most likely nothing's going to happen. Yeah. That's the thing with also being lazy. That's what I don't get about stalkers, you know? Speaking of Trisha. It just takes a lot to harass someone, you know? I personally, I don't have it in me. You know? I prefer just, I prefer not doing that, you know? I don't even like groundwork for dating, you know? I don't like having a small talk with someone. I don't like having to get to know someone. I, could, I wish there was a chip that you could just, like, you had, like, if when they eventually, the government chips us against our will, you know? And they, they chip us. If it, like, downloads all our life experiences and makes us everything that we are as people... And then we could just take out that chip and pop it into someone else for like a couple minutes. And it downloads all your life experiences and they know you inside and out. And then you just pop it back in. You pop it back in your head. I think it'd be pretty sweet. Cuts out all that middle, middle part unpleasantness, you know. Oh, where'd you grow up? Uh, California, um, till I was 10, 14, 13, moved 
because of the fires, you know. But at that point, we were living in a big bear in an RV, so. My parents are free spirits, too. And they had kids. And then we traveled all around the United States, mostly the Midwest. I don't know what the problem was with the East Coast. Maybe the RV couldn't travel that far. Who knows? Got as far as Louisiana. And uh, maybe that's the East Coast. I don't know. I consider that the Midwest, but I'm not very good with geography. Just recently learned from a coworker, an actress, that uh, India is part of Asia. Crazy. Because I'm pretty sure if you called an Indian an Asian, they'd get majorly offended. But I don't know. I haven't tried. That could be a 2020 thing. You know, throw it out there. I hope for uh, my people, for um, the whites, you know. I hope uh, you guys a little smarter, you know. I'm a huge fan of Bobby Lee, the comedian. And I agree with what he says, you know. As soon as you see the, however racist you're being, you know. I'm not saying be racist, but I'm saying if you are. Or mean to anybody. You see that camera pop up. You see that phone. That little square recording device. Pop up. Especially if you hear. Say that again. Go ahead. Say it again. I don't know what's the problem with all the whites. With whiteies. Okay. But they all double down. All the Karens. All the... Rodney's out there. They all double down. And then they say whatever they said off camera. We don't know what you said before. Okay? You're falling into a trap. You're letting your white privilege go to your head. And you're falling into a trap. Right? Nobody's immune. We all live in glass houses. Don't throw stones, for one. But if you see that little square recording device, you say a whole bunch of slurs, you know, you see it pop up, say it again. Say what again, kind gentleman? I said, what a lovely hat you are wearing. And then I realized you're not wearing a hat. And I apologized and complimented your lovely beard. That's not what you said. Say it again. Say Nintendo. Or say Chickacabra. Or whatever racist uh, slurs you can think of, you know? You know, I say Chickacabra thinking of Asians, but because I was thinking of a certain word to replace it. But as I say Chickacabra, I guess it could be offensive to Mexicans. Because isn't that a Mexican werewolf? A chicacabra? It's a fun word to say regardless. Like jamboree. Jamboree is a pretty fun word to say. Come on down to Mike McCallan's jamboree. 2020, Roaring Twenties jamboree. All right, I'm done. Anyway, uh, Trisha, I know we're 20 minutes in. But I feel like we need to finish the process, you know. Can't leave you guys hanging. First episode. It's not cool. Anyway, Trisha. You know, I don't know how funny this episode is. This is my life. It's not always funny. Interesting, sure. Because I hung out with this girl because in the past I was so mean to her. Mostly behind her back. Also to her face, as I learned when I hung out with her. And I was like, Mike, you don't even know this fucking person. You don't even know this person. Why are you such a dick? Why are you so judgmental and mean? You don't even know this person. And then I found out the inbred goblin truth. Or as my friend Austin calls her, a troll. But I don't know if she's tall enough to be a troll. I just... Anyway. My point is... 
she, uh, I hung out with her, and I realized she has, I felt pity for her. You know what? I'm not going to border around the truth. I'm not going to circle, you know? And if she's listening, I'm sorry. This is what I thought, okay? Don't listen to the podcast if you don't want to know the truth, all right? And I'm sure she does listen to this because she... I mean, she tried to break into my house multiple times. She waited in my parking spot, which is right outside of my condo. Or my apartment, whatever you call it. It looks like an apartment. They call it a condo. I rent, so whatever. But anyway, she's right in my parking spot, which like my balcony faces. But it has a little like covering. But you can see through the little... Like, there's like a little, there's a covering, and you can't see on the outside. But then there's a little space from when the awning's kind of hitting the building. And I could see her in her car, in my parking space, staring through my window. Like, her stare was magically going to open up my curtains. And whenever she saw the ruffle of my curtains, she ran to my front door and jiggled the doorknob to try to catch me leaving my apartment. I had to sneak out of my own house. Now, if that was reversed, and it was me, a six-foot-three bearded fella with shaggy hair that looks like a scarecrow in a ridiculous jacket, and I'm knocking on the door, and I'm parked in her parking space, she's going to call the cops. And rightfully so. And those cops will arrest me. Because I'm crazy if I'm doing that. And I could have called the cops on her, sure. But I'm not going to do that to someone. I've been through the system. I've been in the hole. I've been in G-pop, gen-pop. I was in work furlough all last year. I had to experience all the levels, unfortunately, in a four-month period. But I don't want to do that to someone's life. It complicated mine. And you know what? I'm to blame for this situation. It's my fault. Will she do that to other people? Most likely, definitely so. Because there's a few red flags. When I was first hanging out with her, and you know, the first two times, nothing happened. Maybe it was five times that we hung out, but whatever. Two times, then she like cuddled second time. And then the third time, this was probably the biggest red flag, you know? This is the moment, audience, where you should rightfully judge me. All right? So, she uh, surprised me and came over late one night. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And she showed up in an adult onesie, like for children, like pajamas. An adult onesie. It had ducks on it. Okay? It had rubber ducks or something on it. It it had feet. It had feet. It was an adult onesie with feet. And she was naked underneath it. And she posed naked on my bed. Well, not naked, but, you know, in the onesie, in a seductive pose. And it was unzipped, and she was naked. And her goblin body exposed. Was I turned on? No. No, I wasn't. You can't fool your penis, man. If you have a certain attraction to beautiful women, or even beautiful people in general, beautiful men, women, trans, non-binaries, but you can't fool the penis, all right? And my penis, it was soft. It got semi-chub a little bit, but it was mostly soft. 
And you can't, like, if you're trying, it's like jamming a soft penis into a vagina. is like jamming, trying to jam, like, all, like, making a penis out of Play-Doh and then trying to jam it into a toilet paper, you know, roll. Maybe that's a bad analogy, you know? I don't know. But I can't think of anything better. So, there you go. Anyway. Am I good with my hands? Of course. I'm a, st I'm a sculptor, you know? I'm a sculptor, and I'm also a guitar player and a mandolin player. So, I've got very nimble fingers, you know? If you know what I mean. Not to be crude, but we're already here, you know? We're in the honest circle, and I feel like the more details I give, the the more I can uh, learn from the situation. Others can learn, you know? Be, be more communicado in situations. But anyway, I learned that she was a squirter. I've never, uh, never dated a squirter before. But it's unpleasant and I don't care for it. She ruined my sheets. She ruined two sets of sheets and my comforter. My comforter has a stain, and I don't care what the fuck anybody says about squirting. That's fucking pee. It smells like pee. The texture is pee. It's fucking pee. You're peeing all over my apartment, man. You're peeing on my rug. You peed in my bathroom. And I, I know. Shame on me. If I, once I know she was a squirter. But you can fucking control that shit. It's like having a dog. It's like having a small dog. Like my best friend Austin's dog is exactly like this. She gets too excited, then she pees. If you pick her up too fast, then she pees. It's like a fountain coming out sometimes. And like I'm holding Quinn and she's just peeing like a fountain. And I don't know what to do. That was Trisha Sternopolis. That was Miss Sternopolis. Fucking a fountain. She was a leaky fire hose. Alright? She was a leaky faucet. I have half a mind to write leaky faucet on the box that I leave for a weird microfiber towel in. If I can fucking find it, I don't even know where it is. She left it in my apartment. Don't leave shit at other people's houses. Taking a shower at somebody you're dating's house, not weird. It is weird when you don't have a shower yourself. You know, I was going to take a shower at my friend's house, but I could take a shower at your house, you know? Because I don't have a shower. It's because you're essentially a homeless person. You make $40 a week. $40 a week. She says she works all the time. She works seven hours in a week. That's not all the time, lady. You know? That is not all the time. Full time. Dude, my friend's worked like 60 hours before in like doing what he does as a behavioral health coach. That's full time. That's more than full time. That's overtime. Seven hours. Get the fuck out of here. How do you afford that? She works for iFunny.com. iFunny.com deciding which meme is funnier didn't even know that was a real job that's ridiculous redonkulitis grow up get a real adult job you know what i'm sleeping on right now i'm sleeping on one of my blankets you know i'm sleeping on my cuddle blanket that's usually reserved for my blanket ladder in my living room. You know where it is? I'm using it as a sheet. Because I've had to wash my sheets four times to get out the pee smell. And it's pee, okay? Like a little excited dog peeing all over the place because you can't hold your bladder. It's weird. It's fucking weird, okay? It's not for me. Maybe it's for some people. Maybe that's some people's kink. It pisses me off. I don't like it. Imagine it's 
every time I'm having sex, I just pee all over the person afterwards. I'm just, I pee all over their face and all over their bed and everything. And you're like, whoa, man, why the fuck would you do that? I'm, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't control it. That just happens every time after I come. I just like, I piss everywhere. I wouldn't have a girlfriend ever if I did that. I don't appreciate the double standard. You know, I made fun of people before. My buddy dated a girl and she was a squirter and he said the inside of his car smelled like pee for weeks. Months even. And I thought, that's crazy. That's so, that's silly. What a silly Billy. That's just being mean, you know? No, no. He was justified, and I was wrong. All right? It is literally the equivalent of if you're a guy, after you come, you piss all over the bed, all over the person, all over the room. Your reaction would be, what the fuck, dude? Are you fucking serious? So regardless, if I liked the person or not, or if I was really into her, or if I was really attracted to her, that's still a heavy deal breaker for me. She could be J-Lo, and I would say, no thank you. Well, J-Lo's also an old lady now. But, uh, who? Selena Gomez, all right? She's a of-age chick, Right? Right? Oh no, I don't know. Oh no. I don't even know. I think so. I think she, Miley Cyrus, there you go. I don't care if it was Miley Cyrus, and I dig Miley Cyrus. She's pretty, she's got a cool attitude, she's a little eccentric, and she's got a southern accent. I dig it. Achy breaky heart. She wouldn't break my heart. But if she was a squirter, get the fuck out of my apartment. Get out of here and go back to Tennessee or Texas or where the fuck you came from. I don't care for it. It's just a personal mic thing that I've learned about myself in 2020. But, again, no communication. She was in the, uh, she thought we were dating. I didn't know she thought that because she didn't communicate to me. But again, I'm still the bad guy because I didn't communicate that I wasn't interested. Because, because I was too afraid to hurt her feelings, I just fooled around with her. And uh, that was the wrong call. Yeah, because I fooled around with her and didn't hurt her feelings. She started having um, actual relationship thoughts. Did she cross a few lines during the process? Yeah. You know, five dates in, to find my friends on Facebook and start messaging them and trying to become friends with them? Creepy. Cross the line a little bit, yeah. But, again, if it was Miley Cyrus, you talk to whoever you... You can talk to my mama, Miley. It's fine. I'm cool with it. But it's because I wasn't interested in this girl that I really had a problem with a lot of her behaviors. But either way, I, uh, I communicatoed with her after she... My friend screenshotted a post on Facebook of her... Hey, listen to my guy's podcast I'm dating. Dating a comic. Hashtag awesome. Get the fuck out of here. Makes me want to gag. Makes me want to burn everything I've ever done. Makes me want, not want to do the podcast. It makes me not want to do anything. I hate you. I hate you for doing that. I don't like... No, stop it. Makes me feel weird and I don't like it. Anyway, does that make me weird? Yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo, man. I'm a weird guy. Nobody 
puts all their chips into wanting to be a comic, all right? I'm like 12 years down the line. And I was homeless in the beginning of last year. My friends don't like it when I say that, you know, because I was staying with them. But I was without a home because, you know, I just was fortunate enough to have good people who care about me and love me. You know, for whatever reason, they see the light at the end of the goblin. But, you know, I communicated with Trisha Sternopoulos when I was in Jackson Hole on a week vacation with my family. And uh, she knew I was on a vac family vacation. And even before I had this conversation, she tried to call me 15 times during the day and she would text me. And every time I would say, hey, I'm with my family right now. I can't talk right now. And then she would respond by calling me 15 more times. And some of those times are at 3 a.m., you know? We're doing things. It's a vacation. Stop it. I've already communicated with you to stop it. Please stop it. Please leave me alone. I don't like to be cornered. I'm like a wild animal, okay? And then the Facebook post. Then I texted her and I said, and then I called her. And I said, hey, you know, I need space. I don't want to, I think you think we're in a serious relationship. And that's a little weird because we've never talked about that. And um, I just think we should, uh, you know, take some space, a break from each other. And please stop calling me. Thanks. Then she said, Am I still seeing you when you get back on Saturday or Sunday? And I said, no. Please give me space and leave me alone. And then when I got back on Saturday, everything was cool. Except I got word through the water cooler that she was going to surprise me and corner me on Sunday. Because she was texting my friends. Which is weird. And so she did, in fact, harass me all of Sunday. And then even after that, I told her to leave me alone. You know, I said, listen, this is getting into restraining order territory. You've tried to break and enter. You know, you're harassing me. You're literally knocking on my door for hours. This is across the line. And then... She tries to call me on Christmas Eve. I think I hang up on it. Because I've also, I should fill this in, I've blocked her number. And on my phone, it says that she's still blocked. I don't know how she's able to text me or Facebook message me. Because I've blocked her on that too. I don't know how she's getting around my blocks. So that's mind-boggling. And so she called me on Christmas Eve, and it's not showing as blocked. It's showing Trisha Sternopoulos, showing her name. So I don't know how she's getting around my blocks, but she called me. I thought I hung up, but it answered. And my friend, my friend Catfish Keith is friends with her. And so uh, he is an asshole, and he called her and apparently invited her. Even though I told him, I don't want this person here. And I was telling her him that she was stalking me. And um, she showed up and didn't use my, my friend and his wife's front door. No, she used... She literally climbed over the porch wall, over the patio wall. And then into their through their slider window into their living room like a psychopath and crashed their New Year's Eve family dinner because I was there and she was going she needed to be with me apparently and as soon as she showed up I walked outside for a cigarette and I never came back 
because Austin knows me well. He knew as soon as I got up, he goes, is your Uber here? And I said, yep. Thank you for a wonderful Christmas Eve. I'm so sorry to leave you here with a psychopathic goblin. Um, but she should leave as soon as I leave because she'll try to track me down to my house. But I won't be there. I'll be with my parents. So they have a gated property, which is awesome. See you later. And I said the same thing to Andrea and I left. And, uh... She did try to come to my house. But I told her I was at my parents' house, so she went there. But, jokes on her, I was actually at my house. Because it was late. It was like 3 in the morning. I'm not going to show it at my parents' house at 3 in the morning. They're old. You know? They need their beauty rest. And, finally, on New Year's Day... Or not New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. She, Trisha Sternopolis, started texting me again. And I said, listen, I don't know how you're getting around my blocks. But I've blocked this number and I've blocked you on Facebook. Because you were harassing me. You crashed my friend's New Year's Eve dinner. And then you tried to break into my house again. And you tried to do that when I got back on the... 13th as well I don't appreciate it this is restraining order territory please stop stalking and harassing me and then her response was well you're the one responding to my text messages so who's the stalker now and no joke she broke my brain I'm not proud of what I said back okay I am not proud of it. And, you know, this is how 2020 would end. Me saying an awful thing to somebody. Because she completely broke my brain when she said that. Well, you're the one responding to my text messages. Who's the stalker now? Still you! Still you! It's still the person who tried to break into my house multiple times... It's still the person I blocked their number and their Facebook contact with. And it's still her, the person harassing me and my friends and my family and my neighbors. It's still you. But that's not what I said. I didn't say any of that. Because she broke my brain when she accused me of being the stalker. She broke it. And it didn't function anymore. It only knew to burn and torch the village. All right? Well, she, she busted it open, the cap of the, of the safety latch of the flamethrower, and it just it torched the village because that's what I do, okay? That's just a defense mechanism, and it's not my fault. You fucking, you poked it, and you poked it, and you poked it, and then you accused me of doing what you were clearly doing? Dude, I don't even know where you live, Trisha. I don't even know where you live. I have no idea. I know it's in Glendale somewhere. Other than that, I don't even care to ask. Because I knew in my mind I would never go there. And you seem like... Seemed is... Is the word seemed like a nice person but nice people don't fucking harass other people like that if it was reversed it would be very frightening but because you're a five foot something small tiny little white goblin girl i'm not afraid you could have had a gun i guess that'd be different but if that's the case, you could have just shot down my window and then killed me murder-suicide. But, you know, I don't know. You don't know me that well. She accused me of being a coward. It was like, lady, it's like you don't even know me at all. You said you listen to my podcast. You don't know I'm a coward? Jesus. 
It's flight or fight or flight. I'm gonna fly if I can. You know, my wings are fast enough. Or if I'm with a slower person that I can leave behind, then for sure I'll do that. But dude, also, <clears throat> why do we need to be brave? I'm sitting at my house. A psychopath is knocking ferociously on my door, jiggling my doorknob. And then I hear pounding on my patio, which is walled. So you hopped over the wall to pound on my screen, on my, on my sliding window. Why would I respond to that kind of behavior? I don't respond to terrorists, and that's a terrorist act, my friend, to my homestead. You little goblin intruder. No, listen, I might be the king of the goblins, but you can't date with him. You know, you can't date within. And so she said, you're the one responding to my text messages. Who's the stalker now? And I'm not proud of what I said. All right. It's wasn't a nice thing to say. But it is an appropriate ending to 2020. And what I said was, you're a worse virus than Corona. And that's it. And uh, to call someone the worst virus to exist in human history, at least recent human history, is pretty brutal to say to someone. I'm not proud of it. But she broke my brain. And that's the thing about text messaging. You can't take it back. You know? I guess words in general. Big impact on people. It's always been my fighting strength is words. Sure, man, you can punch someone in the face. But if you say just a few, few words that really, like, hit home with someone, they'll carry it with them their whole goddamn life. And to me, that's a way more powerful weapon. Now, that being said, I'm not happy with the way I behaved. But she backed me into a corner, man. And I responded like a wild animal. You're the worst. You're, the, you're a worse virus than Corona. It's not a nice thing to say. But it, it, is, it is what it is. And hopefully moving forward in 2021, I'll be more assertive, you know. I'll communicate my needs more with people. I'm doing it more. I did it with Travis earlier the other day. Said I would really like to be this part. I feel like I'm the best choice. And I've got the hair, you know. I really like that character. I'm trying to communicate my needs with people more. Not be so afraid to hurt their feelings, you know? Because ultimately, if I don't do that, I become the dick to somebody, to them, to my friends. It's frustrating for people when you're not assertive, you know? What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you need to say what you want. Because it's frustrating for people who are around you and care about you. So that's what I'm realizing, and I need to uh, do that. Maybe I'll be more successful with social relationships. What do you want to do today, Mike? I don't know. Watch video games. Watch you play video games and smoke weed. Deal. Let's do that. You know... Just be a little more assertive with my needs. Communicate my needs with people a little more. Overall, become a more successful, better version of myself. And I think that has a lot more attractive qualities, probably. Anyway, thank you for listening to the newest first episode of Easily Irritated 2021.
Let's leave that garbage fire of a year behind, my friends, and start the Roaring Twenties. You know, doubtfully, I don't think it'll be that great. But hopefully, you know, here's hoping. All right. Well, hope everybody had a good New Year. Except, of course, for the Filipinos. You know, terrible people who eat dogs. I'm just kidding. Fuck the dogs. Happy New Year. This has been Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated. And what I said about dogs before... I love dogs more than cats. Do I love cats too? Of course. Except Puerto Rican cats. They have sl- they have weird, like, slanty paws. I don't care for it. Anyway, this is Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated. I'm out. <laughs>